Hi, I'm Biz. I'm a working parent with a kid and a teen. It's been 10 years since the show began, and a lot has changed on the show and in the world. But by elevating the voices of others, we have learned we are not alone, and we are doing a good job. This is still a show about life after giving life. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, if comedy is born from tragedy, then parenting is hilarious. I welcome back comedian Ophira Eisenberg to talk about her new podcast, Parenting is a Joke. Plus, Biz's sandwich sucks. Woo! This is a check-in. Okay. Hi, Biz. Hi! Um, I live in my home with one (laughs) husband, one five-and-a-half-year-old, and and two cats. And... (laughs) Things are going kind of okay-ish, despite the fact that we've had to go out of town for a wedding, go out of town for a funeral, had COVID, and a bunch of other stuff. But the thing that has really been a challenge this past week is that my sweet baby boy, who again is five and a half, and has been potty trained since he was 18 months old, has suddenly, out of the blue, decided that he's going to pee in random places at school. So in three of the last four days, I've gotten two calls about him peeing in sinks (laughs) and one call about him peeing in a garbage can. Why? I don't know why. He doesn't appear to know why. Nobody appears to know why. What the fuck? I don't know. Anyway, it'll get figured out eventually. I hope you're doing well. God, I love our listeners so much. This, this is a delightful check-in. And why I can say it's delightful is because, like, in the grand scheme of bathroom-related situations, peeing into, like, a vessel of some kind is better than just peeing in your clothes, which is a thing that happens for some kids. And that is a part of life. But when you're not expecting that, when you're like, oh, a check, we're not looking back on this particular milestone, it can be shocking. So peeing in a vessel is, I think, okay, kind of. Also, it's better than your cat's peeing everywhere. Let's if your cat pees in the sink or in the trash can, that is a smell that's never coming out. That is cats peeing in your bathtub very different than your child pooping in a tub. As a cat owner, it is not enjoyable. But I it's a really funny question. Why are they doing it? Are they trying to be cool? Are they being dared? So they can be cool. Are they trying to impress someone? Are they bored? (laughs) Do they hate the sinks at your school? Better yet, do they hate the toilets at the school? I remember when I was in elementary school, pretty much throughout my entire public education, I never went to the bathroom during the day. Just those bathrooms were gross. And there was all kind of things happening in the bathroom that I didn't want to maybe witness. Gabe's making a face. Gabe, live childbirths. We had some babies born in the bathroom, among other things. Yeah. Multiple? Yeah. At least uh, three during my time between seventh grade and uh, high and 12th grade. And... That's a that's a thing. That is, you know, I thought everybody's education <laughs> was like that. <laughs> you discover it's not. Anywho, that is a check-in. And I use this story as a touchstone for the great mysteries that children bring into our lives. No one thinks their child's going to be somebody who just pees in places. I dated a guy like that once. That did not last long, everybody, just FYI. Regardless, it sounds like you had a hell of a couple of weeks there. And uh, to be honest, I really easily could have expected you to say that you've been peeing in weird places because that would make sense. You're doing an amazing job. I guarantee you, you are not alone. 
guaranteed. And I think you're just remarkable. Thanks for checking in. Okay, here is my update. As we all know, we did a rerun last week. That was uh, unheard of. And we uh, took a week off. Uh, One, the lovely Gabe has been on vacation for two weeks, which is very well-deserved. And I'm very glad to have Gabe back. (laughs) I have become dependent on the Gabe. But also, I got the thumbs up. But also, as you know, I we moved my parents out here, I guess, to almost two years, a year and a half ago. And it's been great. They've, we've gotten lots of opportunity to spend time with them and so have the kids. And it's just been really awesome having them here. I have talked some about the being part of the sandwich generation. And, you know, having them here has added a level of sort of organizing and care and president of new things, which is what I expected. I, you know, that I knew what was coming, you know, so I'm the note taker, the appointment maker, the information gatherer, the driver. But we have now hit that part as part of the sandwich generation where the news doesn't get better. <laughs> um, my mom uh, has been diagnosed with Uh, cancer. Well, they've discovered cancer that has spread throughout her abdomen. And we are about to have a procedure done to really pinpoint what's going on inside of her so that uh, she can have information to make the choices that she wants to make. She is feeling good and she is, you know, in no pain and happy and dark as ever. This has just made for wonderful conversations with strangers who accidentally ask how she's doing. So while she's good, my motto is I'm good. And there will be times when I will not be good. But my sister's been out and my dad is doing okay. And I'm very lucky to have the support of my partner, Stefan. And yes, we told the kids And I will save how I told the children for a different story, for different check-in, but I did do it. And yeah, we're just kind of toodling along. I'm a little tired because it's a lot. It's a lot of appointments and it's a lot of sitting and it's a lot of documents and just paying attention to multiple, multiple things. But it's okay because I love my mama. And this is like really an honor to be able to be in this position. So I share that with you. So because I've shared everything else over the years. I share this with you because one, I know many of you are in a similar position and I see you. I also share this with you in case uh, we, we miss another week somewhere. And I mentioned this so that you know we will probably be exploring more about this, especially when it comes to being a self amidst this. And then there's some things I might not share at all. Manny nanny boo boo. I don't know. But <laughs> that's where we are. And I think it goes without saying that I am thrilled to be my mother's child because humor has always played a part in how we handle hard situations, which I think ties in nicely to what we're going to talk about today with comedian Ophira Eisenberg. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Having kids in your house is hard. And if we've learned anything on this show, having kids in your house can bring up a lot. And there's not really a manual out there to help you get through it. One of the things that has always helped me is therapy. 
It has helped me deal with trauma from my past that constantly comes back to bite me now that I have kids in my house. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with the therapist. And if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash badmother. That's betterhelp.com slash bad mother. Everybody, I am very excited to welcome back Ophira Eisenberg, who is a stand-up comedian, writer, host, and mom. Put that at the end. That's right. She is known for hosting NPR's national comedy trivia radio show and podcast, Ask Me Another, and she has made appearances on Comedy Central, This Week at the Comedy Cellar, The New Yorker Festival, Kevin Hart's LOL Network, HBO's Girls, Gotham Live, The Late Show, Are You Keeping a List, and The Today Show. She is a regular host and storyteller on the Moth Radio Hour, and she is the author of the comedic memoir, Screw Everyone, Sleeping My Way to Monogamy. Me. Her comedy and... <laughs> Her comedy special, Inside Joke, is available on Amazon, and her new comedy album and special... Plant-Based Jokes is available from 800-Pound Gorilla, which I had to read like two or three times. Uh, <laughs> Ophira is the host of the podcast, Parenting is a Joke. It's a new comedy parenting podcast featuring interviews with other creatives about their careers and their kids. Ophira, they Hi. said this was your short bio. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I could just give you a two line. That says, Ophira's doing stuff. She's very tired. Yeah. Here's a new podcast. <laughs> She's very tired. That's right. Well, that is that is essentially my bio. My bio is yeah. like three lines. It's like, I don't know. She's tired. That's it. How are you? I'm okay. I'm actually, I joke about being very tired. I mean, I am tired. Who's yeah. tired? Who's I mean, tired? life is just exhausting. And then I know someone without a child who recently told me how tired they were. And I yeah. did have that moment about like, mm. hey, do you want to, can I give you a couple things? Yeah. Can you go fuck yourself for like, <laughs> actually, that'd be a luxury. What a luxury to have 10 minutes right. to fuck oh, yeah. myself. Yeah, exactly. I got to schedule that for like December 19th, okay? And it might but, be, it might be moved off the But if the school the shuts down, but like if somebody gets sick and you can't go to school, right? Like you never know. All right, Ophira, before we get into all this, I got to ask you, because yeah. it's time to check in. Who lives in your house? Who right does now? live in my house? Do I? Don't I? Know. Question mark. There's yeah. a ghost. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> I do love a ghost. Uh, right now in my house is my husband. And matter of fact, we were just talking about the fact that we truly do live together now. None of us <laughs> leave. We used to leave all you the time. You don't leave anymore. Because he works from home. Oh, I still work from home. Yeah, I mean, I, I go out and work at night. Yeah. Yeah. And my son, who just turned seven, and his name is Lucas. Lucas. He lives Very here. Good. Although he told me yesterday that he would like not to live here. Oh. So I was like, well, good luck. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Uh, are you still in uh, the New York area? I am. I'm in Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just tell him to go get an apartment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, he's he's like, I'm just messy. I'm making him make his bed, which uh, I don't know. Oh, Does that sound old fashioned? I'm, I'm just messy. Yeah, I get that one. This is how I am. Yeah. I was like, you, I was like messy. I, I don't know. I'm, you, you're going to get a million letters from people that are like, you're, yeah. you're not allowing him to express who he is. Oh, no. I'm, Clean that shit up. Make the bed. Yeah. yeah I, no, was no, like, no. I was like, you don't get to have a personality in this house. <laughs> not until you're 18. Then... <laughs> You can leave your fucking underwear in the bed, inside out, all you want. Uh, why is everything inside out? Everything why is inside is every out. I feel like that Pixar movie, Inside Out, should yeah. not be about emotions. Just, it should be about pants. Yeah, it's just some adult sitting there <laughs> by the washing machine making that choice. Am I going to turn it inside out now before I put it in the wash? Or am I going to do it when I'm folding this, <laughs> like later? Like, which one? 
Where is it dirtier? Yeah. So um, I would watch that movie. I would watch that too. I'd be like, how do they do it? How do they do it? Well, I'd want to see them break down for a little while. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that's yep. the climax. And then yeah. you're like, will they ever come back from that nervous breakdown? She was dead the whole time. <laughs> uh, all right. So you've now had a kid in your house for seven years. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And now you are starting a podcast. Tell us about parenting being a joke. And then we're just going to go back and talk about balls. Go ahead. Great. Yeah. No, I noticed, you know, I talked to you, I've talked to you a few times, but I did notice like when I got pregnant and I did it yep. late, but I looked around. Not and a lot. I, there was not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. There was not a lot. Mm-mm. I mean, I did find out some of the guy stand-up comics that I've worked with for years were parents, that, but they just had such a different setup and lifestyle that they didn't seem like they were parents. I mean, they were hanging yeah. out yeah. late at night. Yeah. And, what is that about? And what is that about? There's some pretty classic uh, traditional classic. setup there, isn't it? That's right. Some shenanigans. Some classic some shenanigans. Shenanigans. All right. And then right after I had a kid, all of a sudden, I mean, I don't know if there was some message that like stand-up comedians, you must make an army, but it was <laughs> like all of a sudden everyone in kind of a similar age range decided to somehow have a get child, pregnant. acquire yeah. a child. Right, get a child um, somehow, right. Get a child somehow. And I just, I know why so many stand-ups over the years have not um, been parents. It's because it is an extremely yeah. hard lifestyle to marry with being a parent. The Just the hours and the night. Yeah. And, you know, school does not start at 5 p.m. And comedy shows do not happen at 12 noon. Yeah, you are 100% correct. I quit. Be, to be for that very reason, because I was like, I can't fucking, how am I supposed to do this? Impossible. And it's really hard and let, you know, and it wasn't even like I wouldn't have support. It was me being like, that's hard. And I don't know if I, I gotta be honest, eight o'clock, I'm fucking done for the night. Ain't nothing you know, funny happening after eight o'clock in this house. You're right, because it's so, it's super, you know, I talk about being exhausted, but I mean it because... There is no sleeping in in no. my house. Right. Because I, even if I wanted to, I live in a Brooklyn apartment. apartment. There's basically <laughs> one room with two walls that makes it a two-bedroom. Like, But we know what it is. It's a studio. Yeah. Yeah. And so I come home late and I get up early. And, you know, I also want to talk to other people because if you have, I'm not the only person with a night job too, by right, the way. There exactly. are plenty of people with little kids who have night jobs in yep. all different industries and that are very active night jobs where they have to be like really on top of it. And I'm pretty sure they also get woken up by their kids because kids also, especially when they're little, are not good about letting you yeah. sleep in even if you, <laughs> I don't know, put an iPad on the yeah. door. Right. Somehow they have needs still. Yeah. And none of those needs involve being empathetic to yours. So. <laughs> that would be a, I don't. Uh, this just in. My child does not appreciate me. <laughs> my child doesn't give two shits about what I want. No. I mean, no. Yep. So I just also want to talk to people about that. Because yeah. when you look at most of the books out there and literature and advice that is, you know, I'm going to say targeted at moms just to be yeah, totally it is. That, uh, that way. And it talks about like, you know, you need you time. You got to take care of you. So here's the deal. Get up an hour or two Early. before your kids yeah. get up. And you're just yeah. like, that doesn't exist. It's just going to wake my children up. There's if that. I'm up early. Yeah. They're at, it's going to, they're going to be like, oh, are you up? Can yeah, we come? Of course. We'd yeah, like to I'm here come. for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, for me, it would, first of all, where am I doing this? Am I just hiding in my shower? Like, where yes. am I having my me time? Yeah. Uh, and then, right, they would just blast through the doors anyways. Yeah. And then also, so if I'm going to bed at one, am I yeah. getting up at four? I think technically you're already up. You've chosen to have your me time be your work time. So, it's true. I have to make it all happen. Yeah, it's all there. You have to work. You also have to socialize. You have to have some kind of, you know, cathartic moment as well just to even out, you know, balance things off and get your shopping done. Whatever it is oh. you need to do with me time. So 
It's funny you say that because I was talking to one of the people I interviewed was Mary Lynn Ricecub, who is a stand-up and also you know her from, oh, a million things, but I always think of 24. But she was just talking about that parental wind-down, which you're talking about, and then the gift of it is then you're done. You don't put on clothes and makeup and go out. Yeah. You're done. And having that to your brain chemistry, and then you go to do stand-up, and you're right, you got to, it's got to be all your meantime, exactly, because it's not just you buzz in, you do your 20, 10, 20, 30 minutes, (laughs) and you're out. It's a thing. Oh, it's a thing. If you're not there for the thing, you're actually missing a huge part of your job. Correct. And I got to ask, I don't know, maybe everything's changed, Ophira, but as (laughs) a comedian oh yeah my uh, favorite and uh, as a lady that's great stand up <laughs> yeah it's like I call it the lady ghostbusters it's my favorite yeah. uh the lady stand up I have a feeling that if you're not sticking around there's even a higher pressure bar to be around all the time I mean like what is it yeah because oh affair she got a kid she can't stay and do happens this all the time but oh, fucking Happens all the time. Matter of fact, and I don't, some people listen, some people are just awkward and they don't know what to say. So I can't, I can't always take it all super personally, or at least this is what I'm telling myself according to my inner mantras all the time. Thank you. But I did leave the, I left the cellar, like, you know, whatever at midnight. And as I left, I was like, Hey, said hi to someone. And he goes, Oh, you're leaving to go home to the kid. And I was like, or maybe I'm just leaving. It's fucking midnight. It's midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Like actually the kid's not up, by the way. It's normal to leave a place at midnight. That's actually like, it's actually a social norm, to be yeah. honest. And you know what? Next time, I just answered naturally. But from now on, yeah. fuck that. I'm lying. I'm going to be like, no, I've got a date with someone to do yeah. shots. Yeah. All right? I I have an additional job where I fuck people for money. Yeah, and exactly. It's, that's and what... it usually starts, up, I'm late. So yes, the whole thing is just a a hilarious experiment that, so society, the way we talk about it and the way society reacts to all of this has not, has, is not reached the point of what is actually going on. Oh, tell me more. (laughs) So that's just the thing. Like there's all these people that are doing these things, but there's no, I mean, whatever, this is so, I guess I'm going to say American because uh, anyone in any job will complain about they're not giving enough support yeah. for their kids. There's nothing in place to help them during like a global pandemic to help them yeah. uh, live a life that is uh, makes sense to raising a family and working a, a very high pressure full time job. But I also just feel like all these stand ups, I see even the guys, there's a whole bunch of guys with newborn, newborns yeah, right newborns. now. And I heard one of them say like, and how do you find the time to write? And I was like, yeah, exactly. That writing, bye-bye, goodbye yeah. writing. I there's was like, no you're right, writing. You're writing on the subway. Yeah. Yeah. You better have a notebook <laughs> on you, right? Like you better have it all the time because if you think you could go to sleep thinking, that's a good one. I'll write it down in the oh, morning. Never you're again. never going to remember no. it again. Yeah. Ever. And I just find there is so much conversation here that just hasn't been had yet. Well, it's, or it's so... just a couple people complaining. <laughs> it's also fair. Anybody who's got a kid in their house and is trying to balance anything and is not furious that we don't have better systems in place. Anything. Any... You're right. Anything in place. You know, it's a disability to have a baby. That I mean, that's art, but it is because that's is. your form. You have to fill out your disability form. Like the maternity leave is disability, disability leave, liability. Yeah, it's all, yeah, yeah. It's all the abilities except the one that could live, help you. That would help you <laughs> exactly. So yeah, no, I just I'm like, where are the pitchforks? I am constantly ready to go. But question, yeah. So this. The podcast, you're you're mainly talking with comedians stand-ups, and yeah. stand-ups, which you're right. I don't think there's anything like that. It's like driving in cars with babies. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Good yeah, one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Thank you. I mean, write it down. That would be a great, yeah. uh, that's a spinoff video series it's, that we should be doing. It's a video se- yeah, they're yeah. done. Yeah. Thank you. If it was my child, they would have screamed and cried the moment you put them in the car. Because oh, my yeah. second, being in a car, I think they thought 
that I was just jamming needles in their ears or something, <laughs> because that was the experience for like three years in a car. Oh my God. Which made me miss New York, where I wouldn't have ever had to be in a car. Anyway, but you still are, but yes, exactly. I know, but it's like, I don't. Uh, yeah. So, but but uh, two comics trying to banter with each other while a kid's just screaming, screaming, <laughs> like a shoe comes flying at you, right? Like, I think it yeah. should just be two comics in a Target with the baby, like that, <laughs> or in the Target parking lot, right? That's right. where oh, God. the magic happens. So, you're a couple episodes in. I know you're probably pulling from comedians that, like, you know and that you've worked with. Like, is there anybody that you had on where you were like, oh, you just, how how are you not getting this? Like, wait, has there oh, been, yeah. like, a moment, yeah, where somebody's like, this is great. It's the easiest thing. Okay, ever. so n- not, not yet. <laughs> not yet. But I do remember... I've sort of piloted this in little tiny ways over the years because the idea was percolating and I had some different forms that I was trying to realize it in. And so during the pandemic, I was like, I wanted to interview someone I knew in uh, Canada, where I'm from, that is a comedian there and a parent. And I thought, oh, this is so interesting because they have to do all this stuff and they have a couple kids. So I'm going to find out how they do it. And it will help me put this idea together. And I got on with them and it was so clear that they have like, they're able to, they have a lot of help and they're able to do whatever. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, oh, you're oh. not not in the trenches like at all, even though yeah. you've got a one year old and a five year old like you, you, you go to a room that's a different yeah. place and you do your work <laughs> and then you leave when you want and someone's yeah. taking care of everything. See that I <laughs> salute those people because I know they so exist. Do I. I know that they're out there. The people who are like, why is Biz always yelling about <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Jesus, just go and take care of it, right? I'm like, Ugh. But like it, and I, I do wonder if it is unique to, because stand-up is such a specific art. It is so, it's a nighttime art. It is something you have to work and try a lot. Like you like, have to go to the gym almost yeah, every day with it. Out. Yeah, yeah, you really do. When you if you stop, it's really hard to do Rusty. it again, and it's bad. You people oh, can tell. Bad. <laughs> yes, it's, bad. it's horrible. So, how did you decide, like, to keep going? Like, I mean, I mean, besides <laughs> yeah, it being your career you. and your right to make that choice, I like you are doing it. You are doing it. So. I'm a stubborn asshole. Oh, wonderful. So there's that. But I, you know, I I don't know the answer to that, but part of it yeah. is because I'm a stubborn asshole. And also there were like, I get mad about stuff and then I want, like it even, I'm like, the <laughs> the more it's not cool to do this, the more I'm going to do it. Do like it. I get yeah. it, even though that is so <laughs> not healthy. But I did, <laughs> I sent out emails. I remember like, I think my baby was... Mm, I don't know, six months. And I sent out emails to like Judy Gold, all these these people that are just, you know, they're a, a bit older than me, yeah. 10, 12, yeah. 15 years maybe. And I knew they had kids grown up, but some of them still had younger kids just basically saying, how, how, are you how doing? do you do this? Yeah. And I, I, I didn't get anything back that was like, <laughs> no problem. Here's how you do this. It was like kind of the same thing that when I get mad that someone yeah. goes like, "Hey, how do you how do you get paid at stand up comedy?" You're yeah. like, "Well, it's not exactly an answer to that. You work and, your yeah. ass off and you figure it out." And their response back to me saying, "How do you do it?" was basically like, "You just do it." I know. Like I hate that answer. And it's the truth because there's I, no one is. path. And some but people, I want you know, it to be easier. I know. You want a hack. I want a yeah. hack. I want a life hack. But I'm just going to say, I do hate that answer. It's a good answer. And it's an honest answer. And it's a true answer. But, it, but it's not helpful. I, it's not helpful. It's like the <laughs> self-care conversation. I don't find a lot of times people who tell you to do self-care helpful. Because, yeah. again, a how... You just do it. You just make yeah, the time. So I will yeah. tell you the only tip I have. Yeah. 
which is, and I'm only, I'm just starting it now, and my kid is seven. Oh, yeah. And I'm just starting this now, is that you convince yourself that, oh, you know, as a stand-up, good. you can't, your weekends are, you're, you have to work on your weekends. Yes. Yeah. Because that's, that's the prime time. So you convince yourself that there are two other nights a week of your choosing that are yeah. your weekends. Yes. And, and when they're weekdays, that means if you're lucky enough to have your child go to school, it almost feels like a weekend. A weekend. Yeah. But I will tell you, now with everybody working from home, that is a robbery. Stefan just traveled. <laughs> Stefan just traveled, was gone for like a week. And I'm now at a place where I'm like, that's okay. That's okay, oh. because now when the children are at school, I am in a quiet oh my place. Gosh. It was it so, amazing? It was so quiet. And I was like, I'm, I'm so glad I'm past the point in my life where I would have been like, what productive thing am I supposed to do? I just <laughs> lay on the couch and I watch like Harley Quinn, the new HBO oh, Harley yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> and then, yeah, that till three o'clock or 2.30 or whatever, it becomes precious because it's yeah. not the same if your partner is home. It's no. Oh, home. no, no, no. Yeah. No. And I think sometimes, you know, I, I travel a little bit, nowhere yeah. near what I used to. And I, I, I don't know if I'll ever get there again. I mean, like maybe when... I don't know. Why, why, how can I predict the future? But that's gone. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, been taken from no. us. <laughs> I'd like to schedule something, please. I know the idea that anyone right now is, remember when people used to do five-year goals? Like that was a thing. You would buy a journal. Journal. That had like, and, and it had five-year yeah. goals. I feel like those pages have just been ripped out. Like if, if right now someone said like, what's your goal for 2024? Would you just be like, is, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shower on a yeah, regular exactly. schedule. So is are are we is the world on fire? Like what? Yeah. How would you yeah. just tell me what's, what? <laughs> what's happening in twenty twenty four? Have we solved any of the problems? Any? Yeah. Who's in power? Who's in power? That's important. <laughs> what about a body autonomy? What about that? Yeah. Can you even predict what what technology will be? Yeah. In two years? I mean, it's just It's going to be flying cars in two years. I'm, I'm all in on flying cars in two years. Where's my jet boots? That's I what know, I have to I say. Do. Those Where seem dangerous now. jet boots? So we were joking <laughs> before we started recording, and I, I told us to shut up because I really wanted <laughs> to. I love that. I was like, shut up. This is good. And we were talking about balls. And th- balls. I think this plays into your stubbornness theory of why you're still doing stand-up and parenting and all those things. That sounded awful. Why you chose to do it. I mean, it's not it like you're choice. good or anything and you <laughs> are no, making but, impact. I mean, it should be there. But that There came are out. better choices out there. <laughs> no, there's not. No. Fucking Ophir Eisenberg. Um, but the... I don't know how to talk to people anymore. But we were talking about, there was for sure a time in my life, Ophira, when I could do multiple things and I could do them well and I could retain information. I could keep things very organized and superpower. I could have multiple balls. Oh yeah, me too. So many balls in the air, like ridiculous amount. And I I really had a good beat on all of them, like occasionally. And if something, if I didn't, I felt horrible. Oh, really bad. And I think there is a little bit of like, that is is some muscle memory that I have lost from all (laughs) all of it being just wiped away from my life for a couple of years. muscle and my pelvic floor muscle. (laughs) Everything's gone. Again. Yeah, exactly. Someone told me that for a pelvic floor exercise, by the way, they're, yeah. um, they have a, a therapist helping them with that. And they said, okay, now suck through your vagina like you were sipping a straw. What? what? Anyways, think about that for a while, everybody. <laughs> so let's go back to your balls. And I was just saying, like, it's true. Yeah. I am someone who likes to believe I kind of have my shit together. As a matter of fact, you know, I've been told many a time because I don't really like in my heart of hearts, I'm like, do I have my shit together? But I've been told by so like feedback from yeah. people I don't know are like, well, you seem like someone who has it together. I'm always like, why? 
Yeah. Why do I give off that? Like, yeah. clearly you've taken no time to get to know me. <laughs> but uh, I do, you know, I sort of pride myself on having all these things going. And I recently have been walking around just thinking, what what would happen if I just, yeah. like, didn't do something? What, yeah. what would happen if I, you know, that person that is asking for that thing? What if I just... Yeah. What if I deleted that email? Like I, or what if they said, "Hey, I'm emailing you," and I went, "I never got it." Like, I what if I just it. really yeah. dropped some balls, like yeah. hardcore, dropped yeah. some balls? And is that liberating, or is that just being a it, jerk? It, <laughs> <laughs> That's the timeless question everywhere. Well, you are a lady, so you should be nice and smile and be polite and, and service all things. But I would say I have noticeably dropped many balls when it comes to like, when it comes to house cleanliness, that that's gone. That, you know, there's like a point where you cross the path. And I'm, I don't mean like straighten it up. I mean, like, there's something that's been on the wall and it's been there a long time. And I just don't even see it anymore. Right. That's or like, the greatest thing about marks it, on a wall. Yeah, exactly. And then cooking. I don't give two shits about that anymore. I'm like, oh, somebody else will cook something. <laughs> and if they don't, I'm just going to like dump some shit and put it out. When Stefan travels, we're in front of the TV every fucking meal. Every <laughs> meal. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Ophira, this has been this, a pleasure. You, been a pleasure. I could talk to you endlessly, I, and you make me it. laugh let's, so hard. Let's so talk thank you. more. Let's talk um, more. Let's talk more. Uh, it has been, <laughs> fuck it. I'm uh, not going to go do any of those things I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, what the fuck? All the fucks. Oh, we should have you back on, though, again, to just Anytime. keep keep talking but guys in between that now and that time you should go check out ophira's new podcast parenting is a joke what did we say it's like coffee and comedians and cars or whatever yeah crying babies in cars with coffee with comedians Very funny. The coffee Very would be funny. ice cold. <laughs> yeah, ice cold. But not on and purpose. Like, and, and wrong. You'd be like, oh, there's no yeah, milk, whatever. My name's not Larry. And you would <laughs> you would have leave it on top of the car, right? You'd be like, where's my coffee? What, what happened to my coffee? <laughs> and then you just the hear a scream. You're like, the, ah. Oh, the baby's drinking it. <laughs> the baby's yeah, drinking the, the coffee. The baby's drinking You're it. like, wow. Mm. <laughs> Too, Good taste. We'll, we'll find out. Good taste, baby. It's a little science experiment. All right. Also, we're going to link everybody up to where they can find out uh, just generally everything they'd ever want to know about Afira uh, Eisenberg and well, what they you. have decided to share publicly. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Biz. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail. Genius Mimi. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh my God. That's fucking genius. Okay. I'm getting through with this. <laughs> Ta da. Period. I've got Stefan was out of town last week. You know, like that. I just. It, it's, <laughs> I'm getting through it. I'm doing it, doing it. And I showered today for the first time in a few days. I'm doing it. Hi, Biz. I'm calling with a genius. I may have called before, but I I don't really remember. Anyways, I have a great genius for getting my two-year-old out of the house. She's like anti-helper. So first of all, socks live by the shoes. I'm tired of searching for socks when we need to leave. Then she sits in my lap. I put big girl underwear on up to her knees. Then I put socks on, 
Then the leggings go up to her knees. Then the shoes go on all while she's sitting in my lap. Then when she stands up, we just pull up and up and we're out the door. I don't have to chase her for each item of clothing. And, yeah, it's been working. So I love you guys. Love the show. You're all doing a great job. Bye. Oh, this is awesome. We haven't had a good old-fashioned getting a two-year-old dressed genius in a while. You know, at our house, we just let them sleep in whatever they're wearing the next day and never speak of it. (laughs) Everything's easy in the morning, but this is genius. I love this. This is like an assembly process, and then all you got to do is stand up, up and up, and I love it. And what's really fun is to think about, like, how this may affect your child in the future. Like, you know, you think that you do something, and that's normal. (laughs) And then you see somebody else. Whenever Stefan puts on a shirt, I'm like, that's all you put on a shirt? Like, I... (laughs) It's so different. So I wonder if your child's going to grow up and just always does a, you know, over the knees, over the knees, socks, shoes, up and up. Well, get ready, dorm friends, or first time away at summer camp or sleepover. I think this is going to be a craze that catches on. You are a fucking genius. Failures. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. Okay, uh, I don't know. I'm tired. So Stefan was going out of town, and I thought, you know what's a good idea? I won't get a gigantic jug of milk that we usually get, because it's just me. Kids barely drink. I mean, Ella doesn't drink milk at all. He likes it dry. And Raiden does, but sometimes they don't eat breakfast. So they eat, like, something weird, like a, I don't know, a Pop-Tart or something. Uh, so I thought, I'll get the smaller thing of milk. And then... Uh, Two days before Stefan came home, when I definitely didn't want to go out to the store, I began to run out of milk, and I use milk to make foam from a cappuccino that I make from home. And, like, you start, like, rationing. You start being like, okay, I'll have some cereal that's not. Anyway, I ran out. I didn't plan it well. I didn't plan well. Hey, one bad mother. I'm calling with a fail. (laughs) So I just took the laundry, the clean laundry, out of the dryer, and and with it came an empty like wrapper from a crayon. And I just realized that my one-year-old must have snuck the crayon into the dryer with all the clothes when they were wet, and it's melted, and everything is covered in like, pink crayon, <laughs> like red, red crayon, which is like spots on everything, just melted crayon. And the worst thing is my husband's favorite white shirt is covered the worst in crayon. I have no idea how to fix this. And I just hid the the shirt back in the laundry, the dirty laundry basket. (laughs) But one day I'm going to have to fix it. He's going to ask where's the shirt. I don't know. Everything's covered in crayon. (laughs) That's my feel. You should try to do laundry when there's, you know, a baby in the house. Okay. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Bye. Well, I I know this is a fail, but the genius is hiding it back in the dirty clothes to think about another day. Yeah, your failure is just having kids in the house and letting them be artistically expressive by allowing them to have crayons. This week in my laundry, I found a Almond Joy, still in the wrapper. Thank you, Jesus. I got it before it went into the dryer. It had just gone through the wash. And in the wash, I found one of those sticky hands. If you're a parent, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sticky hand, again, another object that would not have gone through a dryer well. I am surprised that we are not ruining dryers more often. So you suck at laundry. Something I'm pretty sure women were supposed to be innately gifted at doing, especially once children arrive in their house. Failure! You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, 
Find the feed at MaximumFun.org slash BOCO, B-O-C-O. Stands for bonus content. Mm-hmm. Presenting the new MaxFunStore.com. We've got shirts for your torso, hats for your head, drinkware for your finest beverages, and so much more. Starring your favorite MaxFun shows with new and classic designs. Find the perfect gift for the podcast fan in your life. Heck, that could be you. We're not judging. Head to MaxFunStore.com now. That's MaxFunStore.com. All right, everybody. It's time to listen to uh, Mom Have a Breakdown. Hi, One Bad Mother. So I'm calling with a parent rant. So I had a therapy appointment recently, and we're addressing some of my my own childhood trauma stuff that seems to be getting triggered because of the life stages my, my young kids are in. So I had a really rough session and I wanted nothing more than to just sit in the car afterwards and just cry and just let all my big feelings out. But I had to go get my kids from school. So I drove home. I had enough time to change clothes. I went and got my kid and then I had to be in mom mode until they went to bed hours later. So by the time they were in bed and I was getting ready to go to bed, I just completely lost it and cried for like an hour. And I hate this part of parenting. I really do. I just hate it that, you know, I mean, I have to put my kids first. I know that. I need to take care of them. I know that. But it just sucks that I can't take care of myself on during the times when I really need to because I just have to put them first. It's just hard and hard of what parenting I never even considered, honestly. So, all right. Thanks for listening. Uh, you're doing a great job. Bye. Yeah, you are 100% correct. This is a part of parenting that we, no one really prepares you for or really talks about. I mean, you're lucky if somebody does. You're lucky if somebody says, hey, one day when you have kids, you might get triggered (laughs) by some stuff. First of all, you are doing a remarkable job. It is, (laughs) I think this that you are describing is really the heart of the idea of am I a self? I mean, the time alone, having a shower, getting to pee in privacy, those are also valuable parts of the being a self, you know, career choices, uh, hobbies, doing things that you enjoy, self, 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 you know. But I think it can hit so hard and it catches me so off guard every time I need that space that you're talking about, and I have to put it second, and I have to sit on it and wait until a different time. And by then, sometimes I don't even want to process it. I'm just fucking tired. I want to go to bed. Or sometimes it sneaks up and you're at a school event or you're at work or you're at Target, and then you start crying. So (laughs) it's hard. It is really hard. It is unfair. And there are not a lot of ways to prepare for when this is going to happen. And what's worse is the stuff that like might come up for you as a person emotionally may not even be stuff you knew 
was going to come up. The most innocent of things can bring up really big feelings and really big emotions, things that you hadn't thought about. And and I, I just see you and you're right. It really fucking sucks. But you're not alone. And, and uh, it just goes back to why we're always talking about, hey, when you see people out in the world, uh, assume the <laughs> assume the worst. <laughs> assume they're holding. If you see somebody with a kid, you know that they're holding something. So let's just go out and be like really kind to others and not take it too personally when somebody's a jerk. You're amazing. You're amazing. All right, everybody. This has been an enjoyable show full of the painful reminders that parenting is really hard (laughs) and impossible. And we're still selves somewhere in here. And, you know, no one has got the grass is for sure not greener. There's just grass fucking everywhere. And uh, nobody to keep it in check. It's probably like a blackberry plant or weed that's just growing out. Every time you pull it, 20 come back, right? Like, it is hard. And you are all doing such a remarkable job. Holidays are here. We all know that that is an extra bag of bananas on top of everything else. So I see you. Let's go out and see each other. Remember, you are doing a good job. You are absolutely not alone. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Gabe Mara, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.